Diary of a Wimpy Kid The Ugly Truth Monday When I woke up this morning, I couldn't find my headgear where I'd left it, so I had to go to school without it. Not that I'm complaining or anything. In health class, Nurse Powell told us we were going to be starting a new unit about parenting. She said that being a mother or father is a big responsibility and that in this unit we are going to learn that taking care of a baby is no piece of cake. Then she took out a carton of eggs. She said... Each one of us was going to have to take our egg home and return it to class the next day. And the rule was that we had to return our egg to her in perfect shape, with no cracks in it or anything. Now, I don't know what a chicken egg has to do with a baby, but this is one of those situations that makes me wonder if... I'd be getting a better education if mum and dad switched me over to a private school. Then Nurse Powell said this egg thing was going to count for 25% of our grade. Well, when Nurse Powell mentioned grades, I got really nervous. I'm already failing algebra and I don't need to flunk out of health, too. So I knew I was going to have to keep my egg safe. The other boys didn't seem too worried about their grades, judging by what happened after class let out. I heard it took the janitor all afternoon to scrub the yolks off the lockers. The only boy besides me who didn't break his egg right away was Rowley, who tucked it in his shirt pocket. I didn't have a shirt pocket or anywhere safe to put my egg, so I needed to figure out something quick. I ended up getting a huge wad of toilet paper from the bathroom and stuffing it into my backpack for cushioning. I had to take some of my books out so they wouldn't crush the egg. So I guess that means I won't be doing my history homework tonight. I'm nervous around eggs anyway, because of an incident that happened last year. My family got invited to the Snellers' house for another one of their kids' half-birthday parties. The Snellas had a table set up with all sorts of food and most of it looked too fancy for me. But I knew Mum would think it was rude if I didn't put something on my plate. The only thing I could actually recognise was the deviled eggs because I had them at Grandma's house a couple of times. I put about ten of them on my plate, but when I bit into one, I gagged, 
The deviled eggs at the Snell's house didn't taste anything like the ones Grandma makes. And now I had a whole plate full of them. So I waited until no one was looking, and then I dumped all the deviled eggs in this plastic plant in the dining room. I got away with it. But a few weeks later, Mrs. Snella told Mum that there was a really bad smell in their house and they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. At first, Mr. and Mrs. Snella thought the smell was coming from the carpet, so they hired a cleaner to come shampoo the rug. But that didn't solve the problem. And then they thought maybe a squirrel or a mouse died in their walls. So they had a carpenter come in and try to find it. After a few weeks, I guess they couldn't take the smell anymore. So they moved out. And I have to admit that I felt a little bit guilty when I saw they were taking their plastic plant with them. Ever since, I've been trying to figure out how to sneak some deviled eggs into Fregley's house. Tuesday. Yesterday, when I got home, I put my egg in the sock drawer, but then I realised it wouldn't be safe in there. Whenever I have something new, Manny finds a way to get to it and wreck it. In fact, it only took a day and a half for Manny to find my headgear. And I don't care what Dr. Kagan says, there's no way I'm putting that thing in my mouth again. I thought about hiding the egg at the top of my closet. But that wouldn't stop Manny. I had some comic books up there once, but that boy can climb like a monkey. What I realised is that the more work I put into hiding something, the better chance Manny has of finding it. So I decided to hide my egg in an obvious spot where he would never think to look. I put it in the refrigerator, on the second shelf. But this morning I opened the refrigerator to get my egg, and it wasn't where I left it. I went into a panic, and I asked Mum if she'd seen Manny take my egg out of the refrigerator. But Mum said she was the one who took it, and that that's what she was making me for breakfast. All of a sudden, I felt a little sick to my stomach. I realised that if I couldn't even take care of an egg for 24 hours, I definitely have no business ever being a parent. When I got to school, I noticed that all the girls in my health class had got their eggs to school safely. Some of the girls were carrying theirs around in little pouches they'd sewn, and a few of them had even accessorized their eggs with 
sparkles and glitter and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure the point of the lesson was to teach us how hard it is to take care of a baby. So I don't think the girls were really getting the message. I was thinking about swiping Rowley's egg when he wasn't looking and passing it off as my own. But he had drawn all over his in crayon, so that wasn't an option. When Nurse Powell came to my desk, I pulled out the plastic baggie that had my scrambled egg in it. But she didn't seem too impressed. So I guess that means I'm probably going to be in summer school to repeat health class. Nurse Powell congratulated everyone who kept their eggs in perfect condition overnight. Then she collected all the eggs and threw them in the trash. Well, that sent Rowley and the girls into hysterics. All I can say is, this whole episode has got me seriously concerned about the next generation of parents in our country. Friday. This afternoon there was a knock at the door, and when I opened it, I was pretty surprised to see Grandpa standing there. I was kind of confused because he had his overnight bag with him, but when I turned round and saw Mum and Dad with their luggage, I figured out what was going on. Mum and Dad said they haven't been able to spend a lot of time together lately, so they decided to go on a romantic weekend getaway. They asked Grandpa to come by and watch us while they were gone. I wish they didn't have to go and throw the word romantic in there because that part was definitely too much information for me. Mum and Dad don't trust me and Roderick to be home alone because the last time they left us on our own Roderick had a huge party. Whenever Mum and Dad go away they usually leave us with Grandma but Grandma's on a cruise with her friends so that's why we got stuck with Grandpa. Mum and Dad don't give us any advance warning when they go away. For their anniversary, we didn't even know they were gone until they called. The last time they left us at our own house with Grandpa was when me and Roderick were really little. I don't remember anything about what went wrong that week, but I do remember that he dropped me off for t-ball practice at the wrong time and at the wrong field. I don't think Roderick was crazy about the idea of having Grandpa as a babysitter because the second Mum and Dad left, Roderick took off. Unfortunately, I don't have a van or a driver's license of my own, so I was stuck with Grandpa and Manny. Manny went straight to bed, even though it was only 4.30 in the afternoon. So that left just me and Grandpa. 
Grandpa made grilled cheese sandwiches with the crusts cut off for dinner, which I haven't had since I was really little. We watched some TV, but then at seven, Grandpa shut it off and asked me if I wanted him to read me a story. I haven't had the bedtime story since I was in kindergarten, but I didn't want to hurt Grandpa's feelings, so I just went along with it. Saturday. Since I went to bed at 7.30 last night, I woke up really early this morning. And when I came downstairs, I saw a big white binder sitting out on the kitchen table. All of a sudden, the grilled cheese sandwiches and the story and the early bedtime all made sense. Grandpa was using the manual that Mum had made for him the last time he took care of us at home. And that was eight or nine years ago. I flipped through the pages, and sure enough, it was filled with instructions for how to take care of us when we were little kids. And at least 95% of it was totally outdated. Some of the stuff in there was actually pretty embarrassing. I'm just glad I found the manual before Roderick did, or he'd never let me hear the end of it. The manual was an A to Z book, and I flipped to the page with T on it, and here's what I found. T is for television. The boys may watch up to 30 minutes of educational programming a day. I don't think I'm going to survive a whole weekend with Grandpa if I'm not allowed to watch a lot of TV. So I just ripped out the page and drew up a new one. T is for television. Gregory is allowed to watch as much as he likes. Then I realized that the S page was on the back of the T page, so I had to replace that one too. S is for spanking. It's what you should do to Roderick if he ever leaves the house without first asking. 